When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look at that. We're live. Hopefully uh, all the technology will work for us today. Hopefully the the microphone sounds all right. Hopefully you're all doing well. I was able to chat with a couple people before the stream started. Looks like a lot of channel members are here, which is great. I see Amina, Sita, Ario from Indonesia. I know in some places like Yawin and Ario, hey Yawin, it's very late. Like you might be getting ready for bed. So I hope your Saturday was a good one for all of us living in the Americas. I know Amina lives in Canada. Hope your Saturday will go well. We're, we're just starting our Saturday here. And if you're living in Europe, like Anya is in Germany, hope your Saturday, what is it about noontime, early afternoon there. I hope all is well. Maria, I saw Maria in here. She's from Argentina. How are you? But first off, I do need to say a huge thank you to Amina. I literally have the nicest channel members, I think, on YouTube. Uh, I've gotten to know quite a few of you in Discord. You seem like really nice people, really nice people. The group gets a little bit bigger each week, new people joining, and yet very nice people. So I think that if you go out of your way to learn English, if you put time and effort into learning another language, I think that makes you a a pretty good person. So thank you all. But I got a little something here for Amina, if I can find it. And here it is. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, that does mean a lot. Amina, thank you so much. It was a nice thing to see when I logged on here this morning. Oh, Amina, super chat. Thank you so much. How did a fly get into the room? It's almost winter here, but there is a fly buzzing around the room. I hope I don't get too distracted. It happens though. Sometimes in my classroom, when I'm teaching and there's a fly, oh, it's a disaster. I can't concentrate. Hey, Cecilia's here. How are you? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Roll Tide. That's right. Roll Tide. Fayez is talking about my hat. It's a big college football day here in the United States. University of Alabama. That's where I went to college. And we say Roll Tide for our sports teams. So the way this works, if you're new here, my name is Brent. This is uh, American English with this guy. The goal of this live stream is you ask me any questions you want about learning English, American culture. The last few videos that I've done, we've just gone out into the community, the supermarket. I, I couldn't stop recording for any reason. Um, we went to the farm stand I couldn't stop recording for any reason today. I think I'm going to try to go out to the bakery, an American bakery. 
And then after we might get some Jamaican food. So I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from people who have watched the videos and they say, it feels like I'm in the United States learning English. So I'm going to try to do more of those. Maybe a couple ideas I have. I usually share these uh, ideas with channel members before, but let's just do it right here while we're waiting for questions. Yeah, feel free. Drop, drop, uh, drop your questions right in there, Freddie Wolf from France. Hope you're doing well. I think I'm going to get a haircut. I'll just film that. I don't have a lot of hair left, which is why I'm wearing a hat, but I can get a haircut. Maybe they'll trim my beard. So you can see how it is to go to a barbershop or a hair salon and get a haircut in the United States. So let me know in the comments if you, if you want to see a video of a haircut or bakery. And then the other thing I'm thinking of, because I dropped my daughter off at the spa earlier this week. I, I'm not sure what she had to get done. I think she had her nails done or something. Now that she's working, she has a little extra money. So sometimes she she gets her nails done. It could be the fingernails or it could be the toenails. I'm not sure. And I thought, what if I went in to an American spa and maybe get my hair, my, my nails done? That might be kind of good, right? Even though I think my na I try to take good care of my fingers. My brother makes fun of me because my hands are kind of soft. He works with his hands. That's something we say in English. If somebody works with their hands, they might be fixing cars. They might be mowing lawns, which is what my brother does. And he has calluses on his hands. And a callus is that part that might get really hard right here. Like if you're, if you're lifting weights, my hands are soft though. And he says, yeah, I can tell, you know, he says college degree. If you have a college degree, your hands might be softer. And, uh, <laughs> he does other things. Jamie, that's my wife's name, but I don't think that is my wife. My wife right now is at doggy daycare. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing, but we have something in the United States called doggy daycare. I'm not sure if you have doggy daycare or not, but hey, Aroni, how are you? So my wife is at doggy daycare. It's where you take your dog during the day while you're at work and people play with your dog. We have daycare for little babies. You know, when parents are at work, the babies and the children will stay with someone. Where did that fly? Will stay with someone and they will take care of them. Well, they have it for dogs too. Hey, happy birthday. Do you see the fly? I think he or she is staying in front here, but all right, focus, Brent. Focus, focus. All right, we, we have a question. Cecilia, how are you? Can you give us examples? This is great. This is um, some very popular um, English phrasal verbs that we use on a daily basis. Great question, Cecilia. Can you give us some examples using head out, head into, head over? We use this all the time as another way to say go. 
So I could say to my wife, Jamie, hey, I'm going to head over to the store. Do you need anything? I just saw the fly right there. Do you need anything? So head over is just another way to say I am going to. Um, head out. I could probably use that with the store as well. Hey, I'm going to head out to the store. Do you need anything? But it also could be when you're asking a friend if they're ready to go. So, hey, I'm ready to head out. Are you? Maybe you're going to a movie together. Hey, what time do you want to head out? Do you want to head out at about seven? So there's a very minor difference between the two of them. And I would say that you could use them sometimes interchangeably head into um this is not used as often but you might say if you're driving down the road and you know there's a storm up ahead you might say oh i think we're going to head into a storm pretty soon so definitely not used as often as head over or head out those two we use every day when talking about going somewhere. So I hope that helps. Hey, Dyer Khan, what's the meaning of poignant? Poignant. It's another way to say very important. Um, maybe a poignant part of my life would be when I graduated from the University of Alabama. Um, Oftentimes it has some feeling with it too. So maybe um, a movie, maybe you watched a movie or you read a book and you felt that it was very poignant. So it's important, but it made an impact on you. It changed you in some way. So I'm trying to think of the last, the last book I read that was poignant hmm. or the last movie I saw. I can't think of one right now. SEO Woo's here. Jake's here. Hey, how are you? How are you? Yeah, keep those uh, questions coming and I'll do my best to answer them all. If I miss them, just ask them again. Uh, but please don't spam. Hey, Sam, the Taiwanese is here. How are you? Hope all is well. Late at night in Taiwan over there. What's the difference between two insure? Ooh, ooh. Oh my goodness. This is, this is hard. Sure. Wow. Because they're, it, you know what? I would say that a lot of native English speakers, we use these interchangeably. Okay. Um, one thing that you might hear with a sure, and this is all about like confidence. Um, now the difference though, I'm not so sure as a native speaker, but one thing you might hear, and I'm actually going to write it in the chat, is rest assured. Rest assured too. But obviously, uh, look it up here on the old Google. I do have that ready, just in case there are any tough questions. I might have to ask Mr. Google here in a minute. But you might hear rest assured or rest assured. And that just means feel free to be like what I say means something. Okay. So, um, if you are going to the movies with someone, we can use that again. And they say, Hey, do you want to meet at seven? 
you can say, hey, rest assured, I will be there at seven. It just makes sure your words a little bit more powerful. It means like, trust me, rest assured, I will be there. Ensure, and again, these are very, very close. Ensure, you could say, let's talk about insurance. So I'm going to change that to a noun, insurance. A lot of people take out insurance. You might have insurance on your health. So in the United States, healthcare is very expensive. So people will take out health insurance. They might take out life insurance. I have a, a friend of mine, all he does for work, he owns a business. He sells people insurance. And what that does, it just means it's like backup for you. Backup. If something happens to your health, this company that you pay each month, they will help you out. So let's say I have health insurance and I pay $100 a month for health insurance. I might not need that health insurance for a year, two years, maybe ever. But let's say I get sick. I just hit my microphone. You probably heard that. The health insurance company will pay for all of my hospital needs or most of them. So insurance, assurance, insurance, it's all like backup, um, helping you out, confidence, that kind of thing. I don't think I, I answered that all that well, but you can also have car insurance. So not the best answer, but, um, that might take an entire video to talk about the, uh, the complete differences between all three of them. And like I said, I think a lot of native speakers will use those in the wrong way interchangeably. So don't fret too much about that. Don't worry too much about that because when you're speaking, they almost kind of sound the same. See, looking for some more questions or more people to say hi to. There's Miho from Japan. Thanks for becoming a member. She's been a member for a long time. Marcello from Brazil. He's been a member for a long time too. Look at this. Luke is here from Poland. How are you, my friend? All right. <clears throat> Here's an American culture question. Why do Americans give guests a tour of their house? Do other countries not do that? Um, a lot of times, uh, when Jamie and I have guests over, it's been a while, <laughs> it's been almost two years, right? For, for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of a tradition, kind of a custom, um, especially when a person moves into a new house and their friends come over for the first time, they might give them a full tour. You really need to make sure your bedroom is clean, right? Because, and you don't have to offer it. Um, an, an, another thing you could say when somebody comes over, I think I've said it in my video sometimes, is um, we might say, don't mind the mess. So if you weren't able to do the dishes or something before guests came over, you might, oh, hey, don't mind the mess. 
or you might just keep your bedroom door closed because it's a little messy. So you might just say, Hey, bedroom, it's a little messy. I'm, I just have the door closed. But, um, also if you know, anybody, need, I, th- I think it makes people feel a little more comfortable if they have a tour of the house, that way you can cover, you know, where the bathrooms are like, Oh, Hey, here's the bathroom. You can come in. I mean, I don't think people give a tour of the shower or anything, but yeah, a lot of times Americans will give a tour of the house. I don't know, maybe to make it feel more comfortable. Do you, do you give uh, tours of homes in your country? If a, if a guest came over to your house, would you give them a tour before you sat down and, you know, had drinks or, or snacks or whatever? Oops. Manuel says, when I have guests, I usually show us my house. Okay. So maybe not just an American thing. Yawin is in the, the chat right now. And I did uh, a difference between the United States and Taiwan. She gave me a list of, I think it was eight. And I did all of those differences. And I know one difference in Taiwan and Russia is that guests have to take off their shoes when they enter a house. In the United States, I wish we did that all the time. But a lot of time, the guest will ask, hey, do you want me to keep my shoes? uh, Do you want me to take my shoes off? Or should I keep them on? I always just take my shoes off because... I think it's a little bit more polite, but some people will keep their shoes on. Um, Let's talk about a uh, phrasal verb you might hear with that, though. Track in. I don't think it's it's very common, but when you're talking about having guests over and if they keep their shoes on, they might track in dirt. They might track in dog poop. That means whatever was on their shoes from the outside might now get onto your floors. A lot of parents will talk to their kids and say, hey, hey, take your shoes off. Don't track in any mud. Now, if it was just raining out, track in. So that might be a new phrasal verb for you. It's not used very widely, but every time someone is coming into the house with their shoes on, we often say, hey, track in, don't track in, don't track in any mud, take your shoes off, don't track in any mud. Oh, geez, this, Marcello, this is a video I've been meaning to make for a long time. Um, I think you mean, does, um, does the U.S. have a public health system, right? And we do, we do, and it's expensive. Um, for my wife and I, because we are teachers, we have pretty good health insurance. So to give you an example, last weekend, right before the live stream that I did with Karis from English Arts Academy, my daughter was complaining that her ear was sore. So we went to the doctors. We have something called Emergicare. Emergicare. It's if they are open and they're not open 24 hours a day, you might have to go to the hospital if you have a problem at night. But during the day, definitely during the week, Monday through Friday, and usually Saturday morning, they're open like a bank is in the United States, Emergicare. You can go to 
the merger care and my daughter had her ear fixed within a half an hour. We didn't have to wait too long. And my insurance, I only had to pay $15. So 15 American dollars to see a doctor. My son, later on in the week, he was quite sick. We thought with just a cold, so coughing, sniffing, but you know, the virus is going around. And one of his friends that he lives with on his hockey team had pneumonia and went to the hospital. So in English, pneumonia is when your lungs, the things you breathe with, they start filling up with liquid and junk and mucus. Mucus is a term we use for, it's kind of gross, but when you're, when you have a cold and your nose starts filling up, you might call that snot. You might call it mucus. So I had to take my son to get a, to just get checked over to use another uh, English phrasal verb. So the doctor checked him over to make sure he didn't have the virus or anything worse that took us about a half an hour. He was all clear. They said you should get a test though for the virus. And he did. Three days later, we found out he tested negative. So no worries there. But some people who don't have, so that cost me $30 to have both of my children seen. If I didn't have health insurance, it could be very, very expensive. A lot of people go into debt in the United States, if they have something really wrong with them. But I think one thing I should say, people do not get turned away, to use another English phrasal verb, people do not get turned away from the hospital. If you need help and you need to be seen by a doctor, you will be seen by a doctor. Doesn't matter if you have the money or not, which is probably one reason why our health insurance, our, our our health system is so expensive here in the United States. Excuse me. No. So we don't, we, the public health system though is not free for everyone. You do need another company, a health insurance company that you pay towards because yeah, it's not a free public system. It's not, it's not free to the public. It's a great question. Great question. So no, it does cost a lot of money. It does cost a lot of money and you need, you need insurance. All right. I don't give a tour of my house. Can't, I can't believe you. Why can't you believe I answered your question? This is, I do. There are a lot of questions in here sometimes. And I try to, Ooh, and this really helps when you put question in front of it. Thanks Maria. Um, but you know, I think it looks like there are about 50 people in here right now. So just a little bit bigger than a typical classroom, just a little bit bigger. All right. Maybe I should take a drink before this one and I'll read it. Okay. Oh, Maria's an insurance agent. Yeah. So my buddy, he lives, uh, he's my neighbor, good friend of mine. His name is Mike. Uh, he's also uh, an insurance agent. Yeah, he owns an entire insurance company. He makes really good money. Talking about insure, how do you call the document the insurance company gives you when you insure something? 
insurance contract, insurance policy. I'm an insurance agent. Yeah, I think most of those now are online. So, you know, actually, I know we do have one for our house. We actually have the document, but a lot of times it will be referred to as an insurance policy. So um, we have this thing called, um, and even though in the United States, we're not overly religious. There are a lot of people in the United States who, you know, don't have a religion, but we do have a term that insurance companies use, um, airlines use, and we call it an act, an act of God, an act of God. So even though, you know, not everybody in the United States believes in God, but this is a, is a term that we have. And so an act of God might be, which happened to my wife last week when she was flying from Nashville, Tennessee home, they got fogged in. They got fogged in. So there was so much fog that the airplane could not take off. That's, you know, that's really nobody's fault. Not tracking. That's an act of God. Yeah. We have that term for insurance. Maybe I had a fence and the wind blew it down. That's called an act of God. Anything dealing with mother nature, you might hear that term. So in that case with the insurance company, um, it depends on what your insurance is and if they will pay for it or not. Oftentimes when it is not your fault and it's an act of God, the insurance company will pay. If you, let's say, left your sink running, right? You, you turn the water on and the sink kept filling up with water and then it filled your bathroom up and then you had a lot of damage because of the water, the insurance company might not pay for it because it's your fault. So car insurance works the same way. So my wife was stuck in Nashville for a while, but then the plane she was going to take had a problem. It was a maintenance problem. So then they put her up in a hotel. Put her up. That's another way to say that the airline paid for the hotel. They put her up in a hotel, not because of the fog. They wouldn't have paid for that because that was an act of God, but because there was a problem with the plane maintenance, her flight was delayed until the next day. They did put her up in a hotel, meaning they paid for it. So she didn't have to pay for it. That was their fault. The problem with the plane problem with the plane. I like the peas there. I like the peas. All right. Cecilia, new prime minister. Is that is that in um in Japan? A new prime minister? Um I think there was a um a new chancellor, right? In Germany. I thought I I had read that. I try to stay away from the news a lot of times. Is there a new channel member? Oh Mickey. 
Mickey, I missed that. Where are you? Where are you? I got a little something special for channel members, wherever you are. Ah, here we are. Here we are. All right, let's take a look here. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. Yeah, so if you become a member, Mickey, welcome to the club. Um, there are uh, a few videos each month. I just put one up about um, my family being sick all around us. There's there's so much sickness um, because I, I talked about my uh, my son went to the doctor, but you know what? My wife, my daughter, they're sick. Guess who isn't sick? This guy. This guy's not sick yet. Um, I talked about, check out the, yeah, the members video, Mickey. I talked about dodging a bullet. We sometimes say that when, when bad stuff happens around you, but you are spared, you are saved. So, so far I have dodged a bullet when it comes to my family being sick. I am not sick. This, do you see that fly? He's, he's circling around me. And uh, tomorrow on the Discord server, there will be a chat. Check that out. Check the members tab because there is a link to the Discord server. So Mickey, welcome. Glad you're, glad you're on board with us. All right. Let's see. Um, Anya from Germany. Yeah. So I, the last I knew, Angela Merkel. Right, she was the prime minister of Germany. So you're telling me she might not be now. There's a new, there's a new boss in town. Ah, Mary Posa. So fi- oh, fi- oh, finally, finally. So with that word, finally, it makes me think that you were ready for a change. You are welcoming this change. All right. Um, is there any difference between mask on? We don't say that too much, actually. But mask up. Yeah, um, we you might hear that, mask up. Hey, before you go into the store, uh, mask up. It just means put a mask on. But um, I don't I don't think we say that like phrasal verb, mask, mask on. Mm, no, you might just say, hey, can you put a mask on? But you would need those other words there for it to, to make this full sense. So, hey, can you? Can you put a mask on, please? But if you just say, hey, before we go into the store, we need to mask up. That, that'll that work. Hey, mask up. Yeah, I saw. I saw um, our friend from New Jersey there. Looking for some questions here. Ciao, ragazzi. Just means hello. Hello, guys. Hello, people. Is that a movie, Force Majeure? I think I've heard of that, Angelo. I have never seen it though. Now, let's see. I couldn't figure out why the different prepositions are used here. Oh, prepositions. They are tough. A lot of times on the channel, I will say, luckily, if the preposition is wrong, it might sound strange to the native speaker, but often the meaning is close enough that we can figure it out. But let, let's let's look at these prepositions and nail it here, okay? He slapped me in the face. That, that could be literal. That could be literal, like he really did it. Boom. Or it could be 
that there was some mistrust there. So yeah, I felt, let's say you have a girlfriend, right? And then this guy, your best friend cheated on you with your girlfriend. That'd be a real slap in the face. He didn't actually slap you in the face, but definitely a guy you can no longer trust. And I jumped when he tapped me on the shoulder. Mm, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even realize there were different prepositions there, but those sentences are exactly correct. That's a little tap on the shoulder just to get somebody's attention. Maybe you're behind them. Let's say you're in the movies. Okay. I want to go back to the movie theater soon. They are open. Um, so, and my, my son went to a movie last week. So it makes me really want to get back to the movies. Um, I did see black widow, but let's see, let's say you're in the, the movies and someone's eating their popcorn. I put a poll up this week about what's your favorite snack. Mine is popcorn. So let's say somebody is in front of you eating popcorn, but it's really loud. Stuffing their face, we might say. You could kindly, politely tap them on the shoulder. A tap might look like that. Uh, Excuse me, sir. Could you quiet down with the popcorn, please? Quiet down. Yeah. So tap on the shoulder, that's literal. I don't think we have any idiom that means anything with that. That was a real slap in the face. Maybe you went to your boss. You wanted a raise. You wanted more pay. And your boss said, hey, I know you've been with the company for 10 years. You've been a great worker. I just can't give you a raise right now. That, that, that might be a real slap in the face. That might be a real slap in the face. You know what I want to slap in the face is this fly that keeps bugging me. He's too quick. Or she's too quick. Don't know. Yeah, Mickey, Mickey. I see a lot of uh, ch- the, literally the best channel members on YouTube. I promise. Amina, I saw Cecilia saying hi. I mean, literally the nicest people. Literally, literally. Uh, speaking of then uh, Angelo, seriously, thank you so much means a lot. Angelo has been very generous. Thank you so much for the super chat. Wow. That's really loud, isn't it? But thank you so much for the super chat, Angelo. That is so kind of you. So kind of you. And I know it's been a while since Angelo and I have spoken. He is super busy. I'm pretty busy, but I know he's really busy. He works with money and money has been very um, lots of money going around. I'm not sure if anybody um, checks out Bitcoin, cryptocurrency. I know uh, Angelo does not. He does other things with money. But look at this. Hey, Aroni, I'm definitely waiting for the new James Bond movie. Um, they're usually action packed. Uh, in the United States, it comes out October eighth. I think I might have to go to the movies on that day or the next day. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. So force majeure is also um, an act of God. Okay. And I think that is a pretty good movie too. I think. Thank you, Angelo. Thank you. 
Oh yeah. Popcorn at home. Yeah. Uh, we pop it in the microwave. I think I had some last night. I think I did had some last night and it, it does make, it does make, um, some noise, but it's worth it. You have about two minutes of popping, but I think I make more noise eating it than the popping. That's, that's my fault. Yeah. Ario, I saw your com comment about in Indonesia where Ario lives, the movie theaters are open, but no popcorn is being sold in the theater. That's a slap in the face. I understand safety reasons, but that's, that's the whole point of going to the movies, right? At least for me, it's to eat the popcorn. Um, who was it yesterday? Oh, I forgot in the comments. I'm sorry. Somebody said, um, if you have popcorn, it can be very healthy. And I said to them, well, the way I eat popcorn, lots of butter, lots of salt, not good for you, but yeah, see, Ario, I'm a little bit too old for SpongeBob. So no, and, um, I don't know much about SpongeBob. I don't even know. I know he has a friend that's a starfish, but I can't even name him. It's not Peter, is it? It's something else. I no. I don't know a whole lot. I don't know a whole lot. But I do have something in my eye, I think. Maybe if I itch my eye, it will go away. I think it did. Yeah, Mickey. So cool to be part of the team. Oh. It's you know, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoy teaching English on YouTube. I enjoy reading the comments. Thank you so much. I enjoy seeing the thumbs up. If you want to help me out a little bit, you know, put a thumbs up here on the, um, let's see, can I do that? Is that thumbs up? Oh, don't forget to subscribe. That's a good thing. But um, yeah, it really actually helps if you hit the thumbs up. But Mickey, I, I, I love teaching here on YouTube. I'm, I'm not going away anytime soon. I love making the videos. I even love editing the videos. And if you noticed last week or a couple days ago when I put up the video about the farm stand, I was unable to edit it. There's something going on with my editing software and I've been talking with the editing software company and we can't figure it out. But I, if you try to figure something out, it means you're trying to fix it. And we have not been able to figure it out. So the bakery video might be unedited, but I can make sure the closed caption or the subtitles are accurate. Because if I do talk with somebody, I think it's helpful to have those on the screen, but I can also go into YouTube and make sure they're accurate. Yeah, Ario, come on. Let's go. We need Patrick getting distracted by the fly and I'm getting distracted by the compliments. Tran has a question. Okay. Let's see what's Tran. You know what? Just because Angelo said it, let's look for Tran's question. Is it a good one? Ooh. Okay. That thing in my eye is back and that fly is back. What's the difference between deathly, fatal, and lethal? Well, right off the bat, my first answer would be nothing and you want to stay away from them, but I can use each of them in a sentence. So deathly, well, deathly, deathly 
Um, it might be a little bit different. So you could describe yourself as being deathly scared of spiders. So in that way, it doesn't really mean that you're going to die if you see a spider. And we're not talking about poisonous spiders or anything, but some people have a legit fear of spiders. So you could say, I am, I am deathly afraid of spiders. Sorry, microphone hit it. Um, in the doctor's office, in the merger care place that I took my daughter and my son, there were all kinds of signs on the walls, like almost every single wall. It said, do not bring almonds into the office. Now, I think someone was deathly allergic to almonds. And in that way, I don't mean just really, really allergic. I mean, that could kill them. I have had a few people in my life over the years, students, um, people I know that are literally deathly allergic to peanuts or almonds. So um, fatal, the first thing I think of is maybe like a car crash. One of the videos I want to do soon is about 20 different ways we talk about car accidents in English. We have things like bumper to bumper, pile up, fender bender. So let me know in the comments if you would like a lesson on talking about car accidents. Not a very good topic, but you might need to talk about it or you might read it in the news. So I thought we could do that. Fatal car crash. Unfortunately, that would mean someone has died in a car crash. So um, if they've received a fatal injury, it means death. Um, lethal. Maybe somebody um, received a lethal dose of medicine. So maybe the medicine was supposed to help them, but the doctor messed up. They got too much of the medicine and it resulted in a lethal amount of something. So that would mean that it would cause death. I hope that helps. Abu Ba, welcome, welcome. Yeah, I tried to go earlier. I think, it, I think Abu Ba said this last week too. When I went at 10, it was just too late for a lot of people. So I wanted to make it a, make it a little bit earlier. All right, here we go. Is this Fabio? How are you? Oh, Jamie, I got you next too, right here. Got you next. Oh, Ario, could you, I don't, the culture of the United States, that's such a big question. If you could point to one or two things, maybe I could, but oh, crunchy sound. Yeah, I agree. It's not polite, but, but popcorn, it's so hard to eat quietly. Yeah, Jamie, going to you next. Okay. Here we go. Fabio. Hey, Brent, what does this idiom mean? Read someone the riot act. Oh, that's a good one. I don't remember if I came across this idiom on the internet. We might say on the internet. Uh, came across this idiom on the internet or in some movie. Do you guys use it? Yeah, we might. We might. And um, that means you're really mad at somebody. When you read them the riot act, that means, um, man, what else could we say to read them out? How about that? That's another one we could say. So when you're really mad at somebody, 
maybe I should do a lesson on this, all the ways to be really mad at somebody. You read them the riot act or um, this is a little bit older, but you will still hear it and it ream them out. Oh man. Ream them out. Yeah. If you're really mad at, oh, I reamed them out. I read them the riot act. Yeah. Great one. Great one. Hope that helps. Jamie. Right. What's the meaning of squirrel away? Yeah, that's a great English uh, phrasal verb there. And it just usually means to save something for later. We will often talk about money. So if somebody is saving up for a new car, they might squirrel away some money. And then a few months later, they will have enough money to buy that new car, something like that. Um, Both my wife and I, we pay into a retirement plan. So in that way, we're squirreling away money for when we no longer have to work. So, and it comes from squirrels. Like right now, they're squirreling away those acorns. Like you, where I live, you will see squirrels very busy collecting acorns. I don't know where they put them. I think they use them during the winter. I don't know, but they are collecting those acorns that are falling and they're squirreling them away. They're keeping them for a later time. I hope that helps. Hope that helps. Let's see. Any more questions here? What's Manuel saying? He was deathly injured. Yeah, that would make sense. She had a fatal. Um, she had a fatal crash with the car. We might say crash, not crushed crash. These mushrooms were lethal after they had eaten this one. Yeah. Yeah. Mushrooms. You got to be very careful. I think my buddy Luke in Poland has been gathering mushrooms. I don't know if we would say he's squirreling them away. I don't think he's, I think he's eating them like right around now. He's not saving them for the spring. If he was saving those mushrooms for the spring, we might say he's squirreling them away. But right now I, I remember reading that Luke mushroom season in Poland and he has been gathering those mushrooms. Be careful, my friend. Do not gather any lethal mushrooms. We don't want anything happening to you. Exactly. Yeah. Squirrel stores up. Ooh, good phrasal verb right there. Good phrasal verb. Hope all is well in New Jersey there. All right. Ario. I love when Americans give a compliment to people or to any countries. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, um, man, you know, anytime you talk about a country, you're probably talking about millions of people, right? Or a million people. Maybe the really small ones have a little less than a million. But when you have that many people, you know there are going to be some good people in that country for sure. That's what I try to do is just focus on the good ones. We got a lot of good ones here. Look at this. Can we say stashed away or stash away instead of squirrel away? Absolutely. Absolutely. Those two are interchangeable. Hey, I'm going to stash away this money and then I'll spend it in a couple years. Unfortunately, with inflation, a big term, um, your money is worth a little bit less each year. You stash it away. 
Oh, this is a good one right here. Abu Ba. What's the difference between trail and trial? Notice how I spelled the uh, pronounce those differently. What's the difference between trial and trail? Let me let me write let me read them in the right order though. It's trail and trial. Okay. Trail and trial. It's exactly the way they're written. What is the difference between trail and trial? A trail is usually a walking path in the woods. Walking path in the woods. That's a trail. A trial, it could be two things. One, you're trying something out. You might hear them say, hey, this is going to be a trial run, a trial run. Maybe you start at a new job and for the first few days, it's just a trial run. They're going to figure out how you work best. You'll get a feel for the company, but it might not last. So a trial run. Also, people, if they did something bad, the police might get them and they might have to go on trial. And that means if they're going to be found guilty or innocent, the judge might look at them and say, oh, you did a bad thing. You're going to jail. You're guilty. Or you didn't do a bad thing. You're innocent. You get to go free. So hope that helps. Very close right there. Those, those are tough words right there. Um, sometimes you can get um, another way trial. In the United States, there are these, these things called a trial size, a trial size. So maybe there's a new food that has come out. Let's say it's a, a box of cookies, a whole box, but you might not know if you like them. Sometimes near that box, there'll be a trial size. So maybe only two cookies in a little package. It's a little cheaper. You're not buying the whole box in case you don't like them. You just try them out before you buy the whole thing. Hopefully that, that works. How's Andrea? How are you? Welcome. What's this? At home, I squirrel away my car key because of your youngest son. Um, yeah, I don't know if we would say that you would squirrel it away because it's you're just kind of hiding it, I think. Squirreling away, it's almost like saving it. So we might do that with money, you know, squirreling it away. Um, man, do you think he'll steal the car, the youngest son? Oh, no. Be careful, Manuel. Be careful. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, do that. There's so much bad stuff in the world that makes the news. Like if you look at the news, which is why I don't watch the news that much. If you look at the news, like 90% of the news is bad. But if you look in the world, 90 to 95% of the world is good. I would say a hundred percent of this chat is good. Good people in the chat, good people in the chat. Oh, See, I need to know how to say Gilmaris. Gilmaris became a member earlier this week and then just gave me a super sticker. Oh, we got we to do two here to celebrate that. So didn't become a member in the chat, but they became a new member this week. 
new member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. And, oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, thank you so much. Gimaris, Gimaris, um, there will be a chat tomorrow in the Discord uh, about this time tomorrow morning. I'm going to stop by, I think, for a little bit. Hopefully other people are in there. Um, there's usually six, seven people practicing their speaking. Um, we chat about all kinds of things, all kinds of things there. Um, and, and it's an amazing thing because we do sometimes talk about controversial issues, but everyone is so nice and respectful of other people's um, ideas, you know, their opinions. So it's great. Check that out. Thank you so much for the super chat. It does mean a lot. All right, Mickey. Hey, buddy. How can I say better off in a sentence? If I said she has learned a lot from her last relationship, I think she's better off. Would that be correct? Yes, it would. It would. So it better off. It just means that you are better because of something. So um, last year when the virus was all around, a lot of people thought it was better off if we just stayed home. Like it's, it's better. Um, but you know, with that relationship, she, whoever she is, maybe she had her heart broken. Okay. Maybe she cried a little after, but she learned something from it and she won't do that again. She learned from her mistake. She's not going to date a person like that again. And so they're better off now. They're better off. Yeah, definitely. That sounds great. Yeah, good people here. Good people here. Had to take a little drink there. Wet my whistle. Wet my whistle. Um, we might say that when you're talking about taking a drink. Wet my whistle. Um, sir, Mega from India, how are you? Hey, um, Mega, let me share a real quick story with you yesterday. Somebody in my class was doing a project for social studies and they had to draw the Indian flag. And I said, hey, I know someone from India. And they drew the Indian flag. Sir, do you get anything as a sample to try to eat items in a bakery? And then you can decide to buy more. In 2019... This was very common in 2021. I don't know. Um, a lot of times there is a, um, there's a store in the United States called Costco, very famous store, big store. And we have, we have a store like Costco where I live. And when my son was younger, we call them samples, samples. This store would have samples of the food, you might get a little toothpick and they might give you a little cup of the food to try. My son loved to go to all of them and he would kind of eat lunch there with all of the samples. So at one time that was very common. And when I go to the bakery, if I think about it, I will ask, Hey, do you give samples out anymore? But I bet in this new world that we're living in, you don't see as many samples as there was before. 
Yeah. The world is changing, huh? The world is changing. Ario, I never watch the news either. It's better to practice my English. I only watch positive news only about food, cars, good technologies, etc. Yeah, that's a great idea, Ario. And Ario is so young to have such a, a nice outlook on, on the way news is going these days. I mean, they want to sell newspapers. They want to get those clicks. So they talk about bad things. People worry like, oh no, I need to click on this or I might miss out on it. Emmanuel, he put down into the into experience after he broke up with her partner. All right, there might be there might be a couple little pronoun mistakes in there, um, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so not all mistakes are bad if we learn from them, right? I'll never do that again. I'll never do that again. Yeah, it. So I wasn't going to mention this, but um. We also have something wet my appetite and you see there's an H there. So it actually doesn't mean to be like wet with liquid. Like if, if I, if I poured this water over my head, my hat would definitely be wet W E T, but that W H E T is pronounced the same way. And it just is almost like to tease to to tease um we also have something called wet my appetite and it just like it means it's teasing you making you want to know more about something so uh, freddy freddy um hi brent could you please explain the difference between a low key party and a high key party great thanks to you yeah thanks freddy from france um To be honest, I have not heard of a high-key party. I've only heard of low-key. So let's talk about what low-key means. If you know the word subdued, that's what low-key is. But if you don't know the word subdued, let me explain it. So uh, understated would be another way. So if you went to a really fancy party where... The guys were in tuxedos, ties, dressed up, dressed to the nines, they used to say. We don't say that too much anymore. But if somebody's really dressed up, that's a fancy party. That's a a black tie event you might hear. If something is low-key, people are probably wearing jeans. It's not fancy. You might just show up as you are. If it's low-key no pressure. You're there to relax. I hope that helps. Costco. Yeah. Costco. Aroni. Hope everything's going well in Italy. Um, can I use you're the man for a woman? Um, I think if you know the woman really well, you can. So with my wife, I might say, Oh, you're the man. So when you say that to anybody, oh, you're the man, it means you think a lot of that person. Let's say you're at work and it's in the afternoon and you're getting a little sleepy. I think everybody gets a little sleepy in the afternoon, right? After lunch. Then someone brings you a coffee. You might say, you're the man. Thank you so much. 
I usually say that to guys, but you don't have to. If you know that woman really well, you're the man. It could be like a little joke. So feel free. Um, but I would just say that to your really good friends. Really good friends. All right, Sita from Brazil. She's going to try to be on the Discord tomorrow. Um, yeah, and I'm going to try to be too. I know some of us uh, have been busy. People have had relatives over. They've had friends over during our chats, and they said, I can't be there. Um, I do think I can be there tomorrow too, though, so that will be cool. And like I said, for the the members, um, you know, it's usually at the most 10, 10 or 11 members are in there, and we just chat usually like six, seven, eight. Get rid of this banner here. Ream them out. Again, remember, that means to be really mad. All right, let me see if I missed uh, any comments up here. I probably did, right? If I did, I apologize. Jamie, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, did Amina leave and I missed Amina? All right. Yes. Yeah, Amina does not live all that far from me. I think we might live about four hours away. So I do plan on going to Canada in the near future, maybe next summer. Maybe I will bump into Amina. Maybe we can try to meet somewhere. Um. Yeah, okay. Luciano, here we go. Good morning, you guys. Brent, could you explain the difference between workout and pan out? Um, a lot of times they mean the same thing. So, um, it usually when means when there's a little bit of a struggle, but you eventually succeed. So let's talk about that party on Friday night. I always use that as an example before the party, you might have to work out the details. And when I mean work out the details, it means, okay, where are you going to meet? What time are you going to arrive? Are you going to bring a gift for the host? You know, you might need to work out those details for that party. You hope everything works out. You hope it goes smoothly. And in that way, you can also use pan out. Hey, I hope everything pans out. Okay. At the party pans out, works out means the same thing. You know, things could go really wrong at the party. Maybe there's no music. Maybe there's no food. Things wouldn't really pan out that well. They wouldn't really work out that well. So there's always some kind of a doubt. And then you hope it actually goes smoothly. Luciano, I hope that helps. Hey, we've been here about an hour. So I want to thank everyone. Thank you to all the members. Thank you for all the super chats. I do appreciate it. Bob the Canadian is going to be going live in about 45 minutes. Check him out. He has a live question and answer session just like I did. And before I go, um, say hi to a couple people. Italian. Learn Italian con l'americano. Mickey, thank you so much. Jersey. He's from Jersey. Jersey. Might have a, a little bit of an accent. Hey, Erroni. Thank you. Mega, oh wait, Mega has a question. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Talking about jeans, my granny says she can't, oh, she can't guess me as a man or a woman just seeing my legs. Okay. Yeah, it's hard. 
Um, some women in the United States might shave their legs and that might help, but then, you know, some guys in the United States, they might shave their legs too. I don't, I don't, but Hey, if you do more power to you, more power to you, Maria, Anya, Angelo, you know, thank you so much, Maria. Again, I think Yawin, Cecilia, you guys are the best. Thank you all so much. And hopefully I'll see you next week. I think I'm going to a bakery pretty soon. All right. Adios, amigos. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, looks like we're live. I was just talking with Karis before the stream began. English Arts Academy. Check her out on her channel after this live stream, of course. But she's going to be here answering your questions with me. Her channel's great. Um, I just want to say, anytime there's an English teacher on this channel, I just think the world of them. I'll never bring on an English teacher where you go over to their channel and you might be like, oh, this is crap. So I hope uh, she's celebrating 6,000 subscribers. She's doing some awesome stuff on her channel. So she'll be here in just a minute. But before we get started, I probably should introduce myself just in case you're new here. Yeah, I'm Brent. This is American English with this guy. And for the next hour or so, we will be talking with each other, normal conversation. So we might speak a little bit more quickly than you're used to. Some people in the comments on the stream in the past have asked, hey, can you speak a little more quickly? So that might happen today. And then we'll also take your questions. But I do want to give a uh, big hello to Anya. She'll be in here moderating the chat. If anyone's naughty, she can boot them. She can kick them out. Elena, I know. I've seen you in here, of course. But I know that you know Karis, too. I've seen you in her chat. Hansa, how are you? Dear sir, madam. Thanks a lot for your broadcast and effort. So sorry about my writing skills. What? They're fine. Nothing wrong with that, Hansa. And even if they were horrible, you're in the right place, right? You're learning English. That's all good. Good afternoon from Central Europe. Awesome. Great. So what do you say? Hey, Freddie Wolf. I know you from France. How are you? Tom, oh, short on time. Friends are visiting. Trying to get a little quick English lesson in. That's great. That's great. Mickey's here. And of course, Luke. Luke's here from Poland. So let's bring on Karis from English Arts Academy. She can introduce herself to you. And we'll get into a little conversation. We'll get into a little questions. So put your questions in the chat. You know, we've got to have a little something to, to answer here. All right, Karis. <laughs> Hi, Brent. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I so, liked your introduction. Did you? <laughs> I did. Thank you. I did. <laughs> Thank you. Trying to keep it cash. Trying to keep yeah. it casual. No, yeah. I was enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> good. So in case 
somebody in here doesn't know anything about your channel, which, hey, congratulations, 6,000 subscribers. That's something to celebrate. Do you mm -hmm. mind telling everyone a little bit about what you do on your channel? Because I do think it's, it's unique. The way you do your lives is a little bit different from the way I do my lives. So, and I think they'll find out very quickly, you're not American, you're British. <laughs> so it's always good to hear another accent too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So as you said, Brent, I am from the UK, from a city called Liverpool, which is in northwest of England. And yeah, I run the page English Arts Academy, which I've been running for almost, almost two years, but about a year and a little bit on YouTube. Um, so I started out on Instagram before I moved to YouTube, which is a whole other world <laughs> and yeah I'm kind of looking at conversational English um improving confidence of English learners because even I think Hans's comment there shows that he had no reason to apologize for his writing but yet he felt he had to for some reason um so I always want to say to my students please don't apologize for your English <laughs> you're showing up and you're practicing and you're learning and that's what counts um and yeah that's kind of that's kind of it about boosting confidence looking at conversational English having some fun kind of breaking down I guess the barriers for maybe how people have learned English in schools um maybe making it slightly more modern I think more current um, because I do think I know you're an English teacher in a school no, Brent so no, I will no, tread no, no. carefully <laughs> I understand I, uh, yeah so and I think a lot of people if they're watching learning English I think if you go to a classroom it's heavy on the grammar which yeah. And I've seen you, which is great. You will bring guests on from the chat where they can practice speaking with you, which is amazing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so I started doing that because the number one question I was getting asked was, I have no one to practice speaking with. Um, who can I practice with? And I was like, well, you can practice with me. You could practice on YouTube. But then I noticed in starting doing those um, or that style of live classes, not as many people actually are willing to come on and speak. Um, I get a lot of people who say, yes, I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to join you. But when it actually comes to doing it, they chicken out. They're too shy. They get afraid. And I think that's quite interesting because I think. You know, unfortunately, if you do want to improve in English, you're going to have to put yourself out there. You have to produce the language. And, you know, using social media platforms is an awesome way to improve. But you have to be willing to show up and actually do do the thing that maybe is a little bit scary um, or a little bit daunting, perhaps. So, and, and yeah. Before we, we started, I admitted to you that well, I get English is my native language. I'm a teacher. I even get a little nervous coming on every live stream. So yeah, it takes a lot yeah. of guts. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and even for me, you know, when I think about English Arts Academy, so I started it roughly two years ago, a little bit less, but I had this idea for maybe 
five or six years and I kept putting it off. Mm. So I kept not doing it um, because I was scared. I was scared to put myself out there. I was scared to be judged. I thought, what are people going to think? This girl with the Scouse accent is teaching English. Um, but, you know, to kind of get anywhere, you have to you have to do it. You have to do the thing that is scary. You have to put yourself out of your comfort zone. I'm a big believer in that. 100%. And the older I get, I think, the, and I, I may put my reading glasses on here pretty soon to read the comments, but the older <laughs> I get, the less I care about what people think. I think mm. that that's a little freeing. Uh, Bob the Canadian, don't know if you know him. He did a yeah. great lesson yesterday on aging and it some of those points really hit home to me, like losing the hair, getting the glasses. But the yeah. good thing is, I, th I think I'm a little more confident than I was in my 20s or whatever. So getting yeah. older has its bonuses sometimes. Yeah. So do you think that helps you as a teacher then to maybe empathize with some of your younger students about because you know how it feels to not be as confident? Yeah. Uh, and I middle school I teach middle school students so 13 14 year olds and I remember very clearly how hard it was yeah. so yeah I think that's the reason why I went into teaching in the classroom is I have a lot of empathy for that age because it's a tough age for most people so yeah but now in real life like I don't care like the car I drive it's definitely not the greatest it gets me where I'm going I have dad shoes I mean I don't <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care anymore. It's freeing to just not yeah. really care. Yeah. No, that's a good thing. It's good not to care. Yeah. Were uh, you I, nervous I, then when you started your channel? And I should say congratulations to you because I know that you hit 6,000 as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> thank you. Was I, Yeah. I think what helped me for the channel is that, yeah, I watched other. So some of my inspirations to get into YouTube were and I did a video on them, but like a guy named Harold Balder and Balden Bankrupt. He's actually from England as well. And they do travel videos. They don't teach English, but they were like, they just didn't care. You know, they'd wake yeah. up in their hair. And I'm like, you know, I'm just going to be me on here. And if people like it, great. If they don't, you know, so yeah, YouTube is kind of like, it was the whatever, you know, I was just like, I'm I want to, I want to produce good content, but if I look like an idiot doing it, I don't care. It's <laughs> no. fine. Yeah. 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 Put it makes you on. more relatable as well. I think if you're just yourself, I think you can tell, um, on all social media platforms when someone is being fake or not authentically them, I suppose. I do think that comes across easily. I yeah. agree 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of a good English term we might say in the United States, like maybe like warts and all. Have you heard that term? Do you use that in England? Yeah, warts and all. I, yeah. To be honest, I personally don't use it, warts and all, but I've, I know it and I've heard it being said, but I think maybe it's slightly outdated. Okay. I think warts and all, or maybe it's just one that I don't say. <laughs> It's just, um, you know, we just show the real life of whatever happens. And I, I sometimes leave mistakes in and just whatever. Like this morning, I have my allergies are out of control. 
I thought, oh, should I go on? Like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Let's do it. Let's do it. What is it? Hay fever? I think so. And and a dog. I might I, oh. I have a dog now. And I mean my wife has a dog. I don't have a dog, but my wife has a dog and it lives with us. And so that doesn't help. I am slightly allergic to dogs. Oh, even though he's, <laughs> he's hey Sean from Free 99 English is here. He's a great guy. And uh, my buddy, my buddy from Italy. I think he's actually coming to the United States next summer. We're gonna get together, talk Italian with Aroni. Um, do you know? So I'm I'm just being told that my um am I really blurry, Brent? Should I just fix my camera really quickly? Sure, go for it. Okay, go for let it. me. Um, All right, I will. Uh, Karis is going to go away. She's going to fix her camera, and then I don't know how I'll know when she's ready to come back, though. Maybe she'll give me a hand signal. She could just like, hey flag me down. All right. So, um, we got a question here. What's the difference between to discover and explore? So they're almost the opposite. They're almost the opposite. So the first thing that comes to my mind is a cave is a cave. Those are often very dark places on the side of a mountain. So often when you're at the, the opening of a cave, you can't see anything. So you might go inside to explore. When you're inside there, you might find or you might discover a bear. I don't know. Maybe. That's what I think of when I think of caves. Inside there, there might be a bear. So they're almost the opposite. When you're exploring, you're trying to uh, look for something. And when you discover something, you actually find it. So... Um, mm, all right. Looks like Karis is ready to come back. I think that's a pretty good example. They are, they are very, very close, but uh, a little bit different though. All right. Let's see. Karis is back. It, it looks improved maybe a little bit. <laughs> I oh, look bad, on. right? <laughs> yes. 100%. Not, no, that you look bad before. It was, I it think was I fine. I looked like a Sim character before. Oh, I really? looked quite pixelated, but I, um, my partner quickly came in and saved the day. I was on the wrong resolution. Really? And I honestly probably. didn't notice. I really didn't notice, but. <laughs> You're too kind. Maybe you need your glasses on, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's probably the thing. That's probably the thing. <laughs> like, <whoa. laughs> so let's see. Freddie here, I think. I understand correctly English. I try to write without mistakes, but as soon as I speak, I'm blocked because I can't find my words. And I have to think a long time to find the right tense. Yeah, I think that's a very common problem. And I would say, see, I don't take my own advice. I am, I have been learning Italian for two years <laughs> and I'm still very afraid to speak. I love reading in Italian. I love reading memes. I can, I understand all of the memes, but there's a big difference between the input, which you do not have to produce and that output. With the, the Now, you said, I think Freddie said that he tries to write. The good thing about writing is you are producing, but you don't have to produce it so quickly. Your audience is kind of waiting for you longer. But the speaking, it, that's where the most pressure is at for sure. Any thoughts on um, trying to make that transition, Karis, from, 
from reading or listening to speaking? It's not an easy one. No, it's not. It's not easy. And I definitely think you're not not alone, Freddie. Um, I think the best way to for you to start, because it seems like you you like to write, I'm guessing, because you say I write without mistakes. So I'm assuming that you quite enjoy writing would then be to start reading out loud what you wrote down, um, even recording it, playing it back to yourself, because that's not it's not very scary. You've only got to listen to your own voice. And then I think it's probably a time to maybe take the next step. And if you have, say, um, WhatsApp, you would start sending voice notes um, instead of texting. So you're just trying to move away, doing these little baby steps to get you, as you said, Brent, producing the language um, a bit more frequently. So they would be my first steps for you. And then I think it's, if you haven't already, Freddie, maybe it's time to find a language partner of someone who you can interact with once a week, whether it is on Zoom or just by sending voice notes to help you gain the confidence. They would be my first steps for you to take. That's a great idea. I used to do that on the app HelloTalk. Are you familiar with that, Karis? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never actually been on it. But you can do that too. You can send those messages where you prepare and if you have a language partner. Now, here's the good news for Freddie. Freddie, I'm assuming because you live in France, your native language is French. <laughs> a lot of English speakers want to learn French. That's one of the most popular languages. Mm. It's not going to be hard for you to find maybe a language partner. You can speak half an hour in French, half an hour in English with a native English speaker. Yep. If you speak another language, however, let's say Vietnamese or Cambodian or what's another Indonesian. Mm -hmm. I know there are millions of speakers, but not a lot of native English speakers are looking to learn those languages. So I do want to do a video on that on the channel. Like who's going to be... Who's going to have an easier time finding a language partner? That's your yeah. Spanish speakers. That's your French speakers. German. Your Italian speaker, German. Yeah. Uh, Japanese. That's true. That's really true, actually. I've never thought about that, Brent. That's yeah. really true. Because there are potentially more, well, widely spoken or popular languages to learn, for sure. And unfortunately, something like... I don't, Arabic is one of those like has millions of speakers. And I do think there is a percentage of English speakers who want to learn Arabic, but it's a little more daunting. You know, it's a little bit harder. We can, we can go to Italian or French. It's yeah. not that different from English, but yeah, I don't sure. know about in England right now, but um, Japanese is really popular for Americans to learn. Is that, is that true in England? No, I know a lot of people learn Japanese as a hobby, especially if you're into anime um, or like cosplay co um, comics. Yes. Then I know a lot of people do learn Japanese. But it's, I mean, it's not taught in schools mm -hmm. at all. You wouldn't <clears throat> learn, that would never be in our schools. You're lucky if you get French. Oh, why am I off? Uh -oh. We can hear you still. Oh, we can just you can't hear see me? You. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about the uh, 
Let's, we'll, we'll go, we'll get, uh, we'll let her, uh, we'll let her fix that and then I'll see her. Um, but going on what Kara said about if you're learning a foreign language in the United States, you are going French and Spanish, the two most popular by far. And then I would say German is right up there and Chinese. But yeah, the people who are learning Japanese, they are, they are doing that on their own. So you might be able to find a language partner that way. Let's see here. Some more questions here. Hey, Mega's here. Oh, Sam. Sam the Taiwanese. Long time no see. How are you? Hansa. I've heard nice American idiom. We're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, we might say that we're not in Kansas anymore. And I bet that is such an American thing because Kansas is a state in the United States, one of the 50, right in the middle of the country, like basically the geographic center. Like if you take where I live in Maine, take California in the middle is Kansas. And that comes from a movie, comes from a very old movie. One of my favorite movies ever. I'm wondering if anybody knows in the chat. Does anybody know? What movie does that come from? We're not in Kansas anymore. Dorothy says that to her little dog, Toto. Oh, it's a great movie. My wife hates that movie. I love that movie. That looks like Karis is back. Is it okay, Karis? Should I bring you back on? Okay. She's giving me the thumbs up. What's up, Karis? Ta-da! Third time's a charm, Brent, hey? technology <laughs> before we, before we started we were like there's always something with technology and i'm not going to be invited back no. this will be the last time you see me <laughs> not true not true anytime anytime uh and it is great i should say that uh here is that we started our channels about the same time we're growing at about the same pace we i think have very similar attitudes when it comes to teaching english so you you were invited anytime cares oh, thank there. you. Thank i think you. this is the second time you've been on the channel right and i've second been on your channel third? could be third yeah i was thinking it yeah. might be three so yeah sure. it's always a good time there's i know couple, we know it is really fun actually there's another guy gino uh from real everyday english he's always welcome i mean he was just chatting with a friend that you know you've known for a long time so yeah easy yeah, yeah, I think um, you guys too. I think you would get along too. Gino, he he's started the channel about the same time, and yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, he was, I think you mentioned. I connected with him on um, oh, nice. privately, actually. Very yeah. nice. He's a great guy. Yeah. Let's see. Um, oh, Nathan is wondering: Can I make this live lesson sooner? I I totally understand. Uh, this is ten o'clock my time. I often go nine o'clock my time, which I'm on New York time. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. But, and I know Karis goes a little bit uh, later, right? You usually go several hours after this, right? Yeah, I normally go live about 4 p.m. my time, which I, I think is about 11 a.m. for you. Okay. Um, yeah, four or five-ish, I tend to go just to kind of, I find that's a nice middle ground because people from um, like South America are just starting to get up. And then I have a few people who are based in India and it's getting to their evening. So it seemed to be a nice time, a nice balance. But, but the good thing is as well, these are all recorded. So if you can't stay for the whole live, you can watch it at a later time. Absolutely. All right, let's see what else here. 
there was a oh um Karis, do you know have you do you ever use that we're not in Kansas anymore? I have a no, I know it. I know I know that I know the film. I'm not sure. Shall I say the film? People I can't do it if I can see it in the comments. I don't know. So I know it's from um The Wizard of Oz. Very nice. But I would never say it personally. And 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 I'm is it used in the States or is it just one of those things that maybe you might say as a joke? I would not Kansas anymore. It might be a dad joke, but you right. you are apt you you might hear it in the United States for sure. Yeah, and it and it does mean oh we're we're not somewhere nice. Is that what it, it means? Mm, we're somewhat unpleasant. Not necessarily. It's just somewhere very different than you're used to. So right. it could be unpleasant, but but not necessarily. Just mm-hmm. like things are very different. Um, maybe let's say if there's a club. Okay. And then I'm 45 years old. If I, <laughs> if I went into a club that mostly had people my age, maybe they were playing country music. Right. And then the next week it was totally different. There were people who were 20 listening to like trap music. <laughs> yeah. I might turn to my friends and say, Ooh, we're not in Kansas anymore. So maybe not a bad thing. It's just, this yeah. is quite different. Maybe we should yeah. leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're too old. Yeah. All right. Elena from Russia. Oh, hi, Elena. I realized that uh, I'm not a confident speaker in any language. I'm maybe not even Russian. It's a very stressful experience for me to have a conversation with a native speaker. Happened to me with Korean, but now it's okay. So it looks like um, Elena has her name possibly in Korean also. So. Yeah, but I think the important thing there, I mean, I should say Elena... I know that you're very, very good at English because at the end of my lives, I often do quizzes, like Kahoot quizzes, and Elena has won twice. So she's been the winner twice. So I do know that you're you're quite good at English. The, and the I same also is think, true. The same is yeah. true on my channel. She's won at least one quiz on my channel. Well, mm-hmm. there we go, <laughs> Elena. Yeah. But I do think it's really important what you've said Um at the end so it happened to me with Korean but now it's okay so you've proven to yourself that you can overcome this um this fear which I think is the the important part for this uh few sentences that's the problem I think with speaking the only way to well what you said was great about practicing recording yourself that's a great one um and but when you come to speaking to a native speaker, there's only one way to do it is, is actually do it. And that's so hard. That's so hard. No, Alex, what's going on, Alex? What's good? (laughs) What's good? This picture's so funny. (laughs) Look at this. Hansa does know. 1939. That's how old that movie is. 1939. Judy Garland. Yeah. She was great. She's great. Yuxa. How are you? All right. Let's see. Could I open my mouth a little bit more? Oh, do you know him? I and do. Yeah. I do know Manuel from my channel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he would like me to uh, open my mouth a little bit more. I will. I will do my best. <laughs> open my your mouth. Your Manuel is very. Um, you're direct, Manuel. Mm-hmm. You say mm-hmm. what you what you want. <laughs> and the the problem some people have too is that my mouth is covered by my microphone, so they like to see uh, how I make those words lip reading perhaps yeah yeah i'll I'll be conscious of that (laughs) 
All right. Another question here. What does this mean? Oh, I do not know this. Um, vote with your feet. I've actually never heard that before. Or vote with your wallet. Do Ooh. either of those ring a bell, Karis? Luong. Um, no, I've never heard of either of these. I would take take a guess. <clears throat> vote with your feet. I'm, I'm really not sure. I wouldn't even know what to guess for that. Vote with your wallet. I would assume means when you're making an important decision, or maybe it is literally when you're voting um, in an election to think about the money side of things, maybe who's going to be the best for the economy. That's what I would, that's my guess. But I've never heard these two expressions. Right. Um, Neither have I really. I would agree with everything Kara said. I was just about to look them up, but you know what? I'm not going to look them up uh, because if two native speakers of English have never heard them, I would advise you not to use them because you might confuse people. So I'm not. Oh. Oh, <laughs> All right, Karis. Um, I, I said that. that you were always invited back. I don't know, though. I don't know now. Just kidding. Hey, this, this is the great thing about live streaming is you never know what's going to happen. But uh, it, it's happened to me before. I've had to uh, abort streams just because the internet wasn't working. But all right, look at this. Talk Italian with Erroni. Lots and lots of listening. I'm a huge believer in listening. I love it. It just... The next step, the next step, my my reading has become so much better in Italian. I've been very busy for the last three weeks with uh, school starting up, but I have been able to still read in Italian and um, it's becoming better. I just need to get to talking. All right. I think Karis is back. Let's go. Karis, we good? Karis. All right. I have to apologize. So you know what it is? So I've got this on my, my camera's on my phone. um, And people are calling me on WhatsApp. And I've got a new phone. So I have to, so I got this new phone this week. um, And it's, it's an iPhone. And it's brilliant. But I somehow have not figured out because normally when I go live, I you know, put on the do not disturb. So I'm private, you know, no one Mm -hmm. can, I don't get any notifications. But for some reason, I'm getting WhatsApp phone calls, even though I still have my phone on do not disturb. So I clearly need to do some more digging. (laughs) If anyone has is good with an iPhone, let me know, because clearly, I am not like I've done my moon, I've pressed do not disturb, I've gone into my settings. But I am, I'm back. And also, I'm making out like I, I'm coming across really popular. Like people yeah. keep calling me. But <laughs> I was just going to say that. We know that you're very popular. <laughs> the That's rest funny. of the day, my phone has been silent. Like I've had <laughs> no phone calls. And for some reason, this one hour, I've had um, two phone calls. So I can only apologize. And I, I will look into this to make sure this doesn't happen again. But I apologize to you, Brent. No. No, no worries. It's <laughs> fine. Whatever. Um, so Mega, I know Mega, um, channel member. Thanks for becoming a channel member. Oh, Sir, nice. you must have watched Titanic, the movie, as soon as it was released. 
Yeah, I am old enough to remember Titanic. 1997, my wife and I went to this movie uh, twice, actually. Twice? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was was so big. I don't know what you were doing in 97, but I was about 20 or so. And uh, (laughs) I'd moved down to where my, my, I think she was my girlfriend at the time, but um, we went twice. The first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, whatever. And I don't know what was going on in my life, but the second time I saw it, I just could not stop crying. Really? Titanic. I felt yeah. like, why am I crying? It's and a then, long, long movie though. Isn't it like three and a half hours? It feels like five. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio is a bit of a babe in that movie for sure. So is Kate Winslet. Um, I was seven when that was released. Yeah. So I've seen it a few times. It's one of those films that is always on around Christmas. Mm -hmm. So it always plays in December. And that's probably the only time I would put it on. I would watch it now. I just, I would never commit to it. It's too long. Yeah. It's a great movie, obviously. Great soundtrack. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, Celine Dion, right? Celine Dion. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I think a lot of people, when they look back, they're like, there was enough room for both of them on that door. (laughs) Wasn't that the thing at the end of the movie? Like, he could have just climbed on the side. Come on, it's Jack. so true. Right. Yeah, she's on this big door, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, I love all the memes that come out on that as well. That's so funny. <laughs> he, he freezes. Oh, it's so sad. But yeah. such a trap. The the worst was there was a video game after that came out where you could spin something with a tiny Titanic and win prizes. And I thought that was just such in poor taste. Like 3,000, how many people died? At least a 1,000, right? People yeah, died on the Titanic. based on a true story. Yeah. Yeah, seems I, a bit. <laughs> yeah, don't make a video game out of something so morbid. But I think it was coming, was it going, it was either going from my country to your country or vice versa. Yeah, it did, it, it set a, off, it, it, did it set off from Liverpool or was it made in Liverpool? There's a connection I, between Liverpool and Southampton. But it right. definitely was going to New York. Oh. Um, is, is Southampton close to you? No, no. no. So Southampton's the, the south of England and okay. I'm the north. But I am oh. on the coast. Right. But I think it was made in it was made in Belfast and in Liverpool, and then it set off from Southampton. And yeah, it was going to New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but we have a we have a lot of British um cities in my part of new england so we do have a a hampton new hampshire yeah we have a belfast maine yeah yeah i think there's probably quite a lot of connections Mm -hmm. you need a liverpool (laughs) yeah i don't think we do i don't think we do no i'm sure i'm sure you don't (laughs) beatles the beatles ringo Starr came out with a new um album i think yesterday Really? I'm a big, I'm a big have you ever been fan. to the UK, Brent? I I have. I've been. I landed in Gatwick, at the airport. One of I think London has three. So I landed in Gatwick, and then I um, came to London for five days, and then a couple months after the tunnel was built, 
I took it back in 1995. So I think the channel, do you still call it the channel? The channel, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the, the channel is the train that goes from London to either Paris or Brussels, Belgium. So yeah. I took the channel to, to Brussels and back in 1995. Really? Yeah. So that's the yeah. only time I've been. Yeah. But nice. I, I haven't I haven't told anybody yet on the channel or anything, but I do think I'm going to Sweden in January. My son is playing hockey there. So I'm, I might be landing in, in London and then taken right off from there. But Oh, really? Yeah. Sweden so like, will be cool, though. Yeah, I haven't been there since 1995. I did a whole trip around Europe. Oh, right. Was that like a gap year backpacking trip? Yeah, it was kind of a forced gap year because I didn't have <laughs> enough money for college, but I could scrounge enough money yeah. to go to Europe for a month. And that's yeah. what I did. Yeah. Well, that's more fun, isn't it? It was. It took me it took me like six years to graduate because I didn't have enough money, but <laughs> it, was, it was worth it. It was worth it. All right. Island Resort. I remember Island Resort. Blast from the past. I'm using um, I'm using a lot of like English terms and not explaining them, but I hope people will kind of get our conversation. I use scrounge, blast from the past, but that good conversation I think is important too. So what's the difference between worm and warm? That might be a pronunciation thing. So I can pronounce it. And then Karis, if you don't mind pronouncing it, because our pronunciations will be slightly different, but yeah, yeah. I'll use it in a sentence. Let's see. Um, I'll say worms after the rain, the worms came out. It was a warm day. Mm-hmm. Should I say the same sentence? And if you can um, remember, I can't if remember. If I can remember I said, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After the rain, the worms came out. It was a warm day. So it's really just that vowel sound that you need to practice. Um, she says it, you say it so much better than I do, too. I love the British accent. Worm, warm. <laughs> Worm, warm. So fair. Worm and warm. And I think when a native English speaker is speaking, we really, I think we just hear the context and we're like, okay, we know, you know, it was a warm day. So I'll say both. It was a warm day. It was a worm day. It's like, you know, there, but we know there's nothing like what's a worm day that doesn't even make sense. So I think we use the context quite a bit for that. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of it, you have to go with the context of um, of any new vocabulary, especially if you're looking at phrases, phrasal verbs. Um, my live tomorrow actually is on common words, combinations, you know, like fish and chips, how we say things in a certain order. And I think a lot of them you have to learn just by looking at language blocks and seeing them in context. I think that helps massively. So I'm going to look up. That sounds like a, a great live. I'll look up and leave a link. Is is the live? Is it um? Is it an active uh, live on your channel right now? It should be, but yeah. the way my technology's gone today, <laughs> it makes me think it might be hidden. <laughs> Common, oh, I got it right here. So I'm going to drop a link in the chat. So if anybody wants to join your live tomorrow, 
So I see that I see, let's hang on. You know what I can do? I think I can screen share. So I'll drop the link. Yeah, I'll drop the link and then right here. I think oh. I'm screen sharing. Yeah. So there's the <laughs> thumbnail. There we see <laughs> heart attack, lock and key. Yeah, we would never say key and lock. No, never. We would never say chips and fish. No. 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 So there is a link or this link right here that I drop. That is a link to Karis's live tomorrow. So you know, bookmark that thing. I think it, you can set a reminder. She's live in 24 hours. So almost, yeah, just about this time tomorrow, you know, yes. 45 minutes later than yeah. this. But, yeah. Right. Very cool. That sounds like an awesome one. All right. So Mickey says, can I hear you guys say this tongue twister? <laughs> this tongue te- I can't even say tongue twister. <laughs> this tongue twister quickly. Yeah. To begin okay. with. Now, now, why is my thing off? Let's see. This is how we looked before. Okay. Yeah. Can I hear you guys say this tongue twister quickly? I probably can't say this, but to begin to toboggan, first buy a toboggan, but don't buy too big a toboggan. Too big a toboggan is too big a toboggan to buy to begin to badoggan. Well Tadoggan. done, friend. I ran out of breath, though. Well hmm. done. I thought you did really well. <laughs> Give me a second. I can do it again, I think, a little better. But would you like to try that one? Okay, I'll try. Okay. I'm terrible. Okay. To begin to toboggan, first buy a toboggan, but don't buy too big a toboggan. Too big a toboggan is too big a toboggan. To buy to to begin to toboggan. It's that last last <laughs> four words. It's so hard to get out. Nicely done, though. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna try this one more time. See, I've read the glasses. That's gonna help me. Okay. The glasses <laughs> will help me. All right, here we go. To begin to toboggan, first buy a toboggan, but don't buy too big a toboggan. Too big a toboggan is too big a toboggan to buy to begin to toboggan. Well done, Brent. Well done. Very good. (laughs) I've never heard of that tongue twister. No, I haven't. I wonder if, did you make that one up, Mickey? I quite like it. Yeah. Um, It's got to practice the D sound. Yeah. Do you have any tongue twisters that you uh, like to practice with that you can rattle off really quickly yeah so there's a few um there's one that i can't say so i'll say that one at the end okay. so i really like four fine fresh fish for you so four fine fresh fish for you um i think is a good one um obviously peter piper is probably one of the most popular uh, the one that i personally struggle with is and it's really simple is red lorry yellow lorry and i l and r sounds are just so tricky and red lorry yellow lorry red lorry yellow lorry that's about the that's as fast as i can go because i think that is such a hard tongue twister and actually we should set a challenge brent of people Mm. trying to say it and they can send it to one of our social media pages because i would love to see people saying this tongue twister that would be amazing. And we yeah. don't say that tongue twister, the lorry one, just because we say truck instead of oh, lorry. Maybe. Yeah. That's so quite we, easy then. Red truck, yeah. yellow truck, red yeah. truck, yellow truck. I'm really good at that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like this one. I, I've practiced this one. So I hope I can do it right here. Um, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Do you ever have you ever heard of that one? 
Yes, and that's a really hard one. So a well done. <laughs> it's a fun one to say. Yeah. How much that's... how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Try it. I'm, I'm not asking you to that that's too embarrassing. Which I can't I don't... even remember it that long. Oh. It's too long. <laughs> I, I had a lot of extra time as a child. I didn't have a lot of friends, so I practiced this in my room by myself. Um, that the fur one that you I had never heard that before. Oh, the fish I, one. I don't dare say that on here. I think YouTube might demonetize me because I might accidentally say a, a bad word in there. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I I love tongue twisters. I think they're really they they're just good fun. I think people should incorporate them when they're trying to improve their English. Absolutely. Have you done? Did you do a live lesson on tongue twisters? I don't think I have, but no. I might do one. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. scary one, you know. But, yeah, my um, love pressure. <laughs> yes, Sally sells seashells by the seashore is another one. Yeah. Do you say that one? Yeah. But we don't say Sally. We say oh she. So Ooh. she sells seashells on the seashore. That's even harder, I think. Yeah, it's even harder, I think. We took. But the that's easy a really way hard out. one as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we took the easy way out in the United States and just changed it to Sally. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Mary, I'm not sure if you know Mary. Mary and I go way back. She's from uh-huh. Iran. I actually, I actually used. Where is um, she from? She's from Iran. Iran. Yeah, and um, there are at least three subscribers to the channel uh, from Iran, and I've I've talked with all of them, and they're great. And I actually use that as one of my examples in class. Um, we were studying something about stereotyping and governments not getting along, and I just said, you know, the United States government and the Iranian government, we don't, we don't see eye to eye. We don't get along. But the Iranian people are some of the nicest people you will meet. You know, they're just some, they're just like any, any nationality, you get enough people together, there are going to be some awesome people and then, you know, some not so awesome Uh, people, but usually more, yeah, more awesome people than not. 100%. My uncle is Iranian, um, but he lives in Australia. And when I was in Australia years ago, um, he was making Iranian food. And it was delicious. And he was, you know, explaining a little bit about Iranian culture from his experience growing up there. And um, I do think it just gets a bad rep in the media, especially in the States and in the UK, unfortunately. And um, Maz, I don't think he's here today, but he has commented recently. He's from Iran, but he lives in Australia. Ah. So not your uncle, though. Probably, not my right? uncle. <laughs> So Mary uh, has a question for you. It was around the 1990s when Bernard's Watch streamed in England. I'm not yeah. Familiar. So Bernard's Watch was a TV show that was on in the 90s because I used to watch it when I'd get back from school. It would be on around like 4 p.m. Um, and it's about a boy and he had a stopwatch. And when he clicked the top of the stopwatch, time stood still no no yeah time stood still and everyone in it so he could just go and buy sweets and travel and do his homework and then he would click the swap the stopwatch back and time would start again so it was a great show um and it was I think it just started everyone being like oh I wish I had Bernard's watch or 
what would you do if you had Bernard's watch? You know, it was all, it was definitely like a talking point in school. But yeah, but I, I wonder how you know it, Mary. Have you seen it as well? <laughs> yeah, please leave it in the comments. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mary's great. Um, we've talked before. She, ah, she I think she, oh, she won, she won a conversation with me and then we couldn't get together but she had she is on the channel she um you know our two governments are trying to keep us apart because we tried to do a, a chat like like we're doing right now it would not happen no but i was able to send a postcard i think and she got that somehow but yeah that's mary's sweet. great that's really nice yeah i wish i wish just countries could get along right yeah that's usually oh, usually our fault though i think yeah Sometimes. well yeah. <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna ruffle a few feathers i think we just we have to be in everybody's business just well, we, we won't get political here will we no it's not worth it, is it? <laughs> no so oh my name was written in red does that manual does that mean he sucks no why is it written in red I don't know. Your name was written in red. I don't know. Hmm. I'm not sure. It doesn't come up red for me. Hmm. Um, oh, Anya's, Anya's answered your question, Manuel, further down. Oh, oh. oh. oh so okay. someone was talking to you, I think. Yeah. Perhaps. So what YouTube will do is they will, and I'm sure Anya's, Anya's comment is highlighted to you in red only, but it's just so you can see it. It's because someone's talking to you in English. We say they um, they added you, added you. Do you use that, uh, Karis? Yeah. If someone, yeah, you at them. That's a you little at, at sign. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. We, um, Ario. <laughs> yes, we are at this stream ends at eleven, and then uh, Mr. Bob's stream, Bob the Canadian. I usually go into his chat and hang out and see a lot uh, of people there. And Bob the Canadian's the best. Yeah, he's great. See, and we uh, we don't live too far from each other. No, you don't. No, uh, we're going we're going to try to get together next summer, but uh, it it didn't happen this summer because of that dreaded C nineteen. Um. So, nevertheless, the teacher doesn't have a strong American accent. I've tried hard to get rid of any kind of regional accent that I might have. And I have lived in the North of the United States. I've lived in the South of the United States. So I try, but. So what, you... what, what, how would you call your accent? I would say I have a Scouse accent. What would be a main accent? There is a, there is a distinct main accent, not where I live, but on the coast. Right. So um, we might say lobstermen, that you know, lobster is a big industry in my state. And of course it happens, you know, on the coast yeah. and the old, and it probably happening in England as well. But, you know, the younger people have kind of like the same accent. Those older regional accents are disappearing, I think, because of television, movies, mm -hmm. social media. But you might hear a main accent like, to say yes, they might say something like "ayah, ayah." That's and that's about all I can say. But oh, um, and there's a funny saying that we have: um, "Can't get there from here." That would be kind of a main <laughs> accent. Like you can't get there from here. 
Oh, you can't yeah. get there. I thought yeah. you were saying like, you can't get that from here. As in like buy something. <laughs> so um, if there's a joke, like if a tourist goes to one of these little lobstering villages and they're asking for directions, the one of the locals might say, oh, you can't get there from here. But you okay. should be able to get there from anywhere. But it's yeah. just, just, I think, an inside main joke right there. Yeah. But you will hear Mainers if somebody has an accent. I can't get there from here. That's really? Yeah. yeah. It sounds a bit more country-ish, mm-hmm. which I know that doesn't make sense because it's on the coast, but that's how I imagine it. No, I think I totally agree. Um have you, I think we've talked about this off air, but the monkeys, have you heard of that band? I've heard of the monkeys. Okay. I'm going hey, to say, where the monkeys, yes, people say we're monkey and around, something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. So they're one Sometimes of my I favorite. We're live. <laughs> right. I'll keep going. I'll mute, I'll mute myself. Um, so I'm going to see them next, oct- like this October. They're, they're a band, but they have a kind of a famous. Um, song called Randy Scouse Git. And I okay. think it is, it's definitely British. We definitely don't have to talk too much about it, but that, that's a, is that a lot of slang where you're from? Randy yeah. What Scouse is it? Git? Randy Scouse yes. Git. Yes. G I T, I think it is. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if I was explaining that, you don't Randy <laughs> normally means, would Randy, do you use the word Randy? We only use that, be- and I didn't know until Austin Powers came out, but oh. I think with the Austin Powers movies, yeah, yeah. they Randy, right? But Git, I, I would say, um, is a, a very, very, very mild swear word. Oh, okay. So just, just for anyone who's thinking, oh, I'm going to start calling people a Git, don't. Okay. Because <laughs> you would be <laughs> insulting them. No, it just means... Um, a naughty person in a swear word kind of I way. I think yeah. John Lennon used that one time in a Beatles song. Probably. I'm sure. Yeah. Rocky Raccoon, I think. I'm not sure. I'm a big Beatles <laughs> fan, but I can't think of it right now. But you're such a something get. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. Um, yeah, it's quite old fashioned. Um, but I wouldn't recommend for people to use it in conversation. <laughs> I don't think we have too many um, questions in the chat. I'm people, oh, hang on. Maybe there's a question here. Oh, it would be my question too. I think I did miss something. Let's see. Okay. Mega. Why do names of people include uh, thing names like Joy, Collingwood? Um, so I think the question is, why do people in English name their children um such strange names i guess or such odd names or name them after for example um <laughs> an american actress um named gwyneth paltrow right i think she has a child named apple yes and i yeah. think michael jackson named one of his children blanket yes so- and beyonce has called one of her children blue yeah. And didn't one of I, the Kardashians, didn't na- they name one of their kids West or East or something? North. North. I think it's North. 
I'm sure it's North because their surname is West, isn't it? Kanye it is. West. It's, yeah. It is. Yeah. He's, he's married to uh, Khloe Kardashian, right? No, I don't know. No, I don't Kim even want to know. I don't even. <laughs> I always think it was. I wanted to be wrong on purpose. Name. She. He's married to Kylie Kardashian, right? Let's go with that. I've. I've never seen the Kardashians. Have you? Have you? You don't. You don't have to answer anything. You don't. No, I. I haven't. I um. I know who they are. I mean, I think everyone probably knows yes. who they are. You know, and they're successful businesswomen. Right. I think you can't argue with that. Not at all. Um. So yeah, let them do what they want to do. I don't necessarily agree with, um, I think social media is a very dangerous platform in many yes. ways, yes. Uh, but yeah, but I do know who they are for sure. Yeah. So but I think, I think, I mean, names are so personal and I am, I am pregnant for anyone who doesn't oh. know. So, and I quite like the name Joy, I have to say. That's... I think Joy is a really nice name. Sure. <laughs> but, um, I think names are just so personal to people, aren't they? Um, I was actually, I used to live in Taiwan. And oh, I know wow. that you had someone in the comments, Sam from Sam the yes. Taiwanese. Yeah, we have um, quite a few. Yawin yeah, is from Taiwan, yeah. And um, they often would have a Taiwanese name. And then when they would come to kindergarten, so nursery, as I would probably call it, at the age of three, four they would come with their Taiwanese name and it was quite common for the parents to ask the teacher to give them a, a an, an English, a British name. And then you would just name this child. Wow. Um, a lot yeah. of pressure. Too much pressure. <laughs> Too much pressure. <laughs> would, they, would they carry that name for the year or would they carry that name for the rest of their school career? Yeah, that would be their English name. Wow. Um, yeah. So for life. It, you were naming a child. <laughs> so I wonder how Sam, or maybe Sam, if he's still here, can leave in the comments. How did you get the name Sam? Yeah. Sam the Taiwanese. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Karis, I mean, you don't have to answer this question, but is one of the options for your ch child's name, for your baby's name, is it Blanket? Are you thinking blanket? I, I'm I'm thinking blanket or duvet. I haven't duvet. quite decided. I like the sound of duvet. <laughs> Sounds French. <laughs> I think it is French. That's what we call it, a duvet. Is that not what you would call it, a duvet on the bed? I've heard that term before, but I, I don't. It's one of those terms in English that I don't really know exactly. It's a blanket of some sort. Yeah, so duvet. it's what you, on your bed. So I would get under my duvet. That's what oh. I sleep with every night. Mm, what okay. you call that? So I think we would call that a blanket, but I blanket. think a duvet might be a decorative blanket at the end of the bed, maybe. All right. But I'm not I've heard my wife use duvet and I don't I don't know what it is. Just like sconce. Have you heard of that? That's a another decoration term we use in the United States. It's I think a decorative light <laughs> sconce. A scone, a scone. No, I yeah. only know scone as a cake. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know, a nice, a nice scone. Yeah, British scone. Oh, I love a scone. Mm. Uh, no, that's so funny. I can't believe that you don't use duvet. No, we don't. It so would... you would just say, "Oh, you're hogging the blanket." Yes, that's mm -hmm. what you would use. Yeah. Yep. My wife is guilty of that. Yep. Or <laughs> or the covers. We would say hogging the, the covers, covers. Hog, hog, hogging the blanket. Yep. Yeah. Oh, 
interesting. And we pronounce that scone. Scone. Well, this is the divide in the UK as well. So if you're from Northern England, you'll be saying scone like me. If you're from Southern England, you will most likely be saying scone. Oh, yeah. So they're they're right in Southern England. They're the they're right. <laughs> they're not right. <laughs> That's what. Um, so if anybody doesn't know, and I need to do, I'm going to visit a bakery very soon, and we're going to talk about all of these cake, cupcake, scone. A scone is a very heavy, kind of like dense muffin with a with a different shape. They're usually shaped in like a triangle. Is that no? Are we talking about different things? So a scone to me is a bread type dessert that normally has some sort of currants in it. So raisins or cranberries and then really simple to bake. And I'm a terrible baker, but really easy to bake. Um, And then you would cut it in half and then typically you would put cream and jam on top of it. And that's how you would eat your scone with a cup of tea. Yeah. So okay. they're normally just, I mean, people could do them in triangles, but I, I think most people just do them as typical circles. Oh, wow. Like the easiest. Yeah. So, and they're, um, not, they're not that dense either. Oh, wow. Are they dense? Are they light, light and fluffy? Yeah. Light, like- fluffy. I'm pretty sure you just make it with flour, eggs, milk, sugar. I'm this sure is- that's all you do. This is why English is so tough. We're both native English speakers and we're talking about completely different things. I mean, are you bread... thinking of maybe a shortbread? No, no, no. And so we do have shortbread cookies. Those are a little different, but uh, you can go into Panera bread. Have you heard of that? It's a big, no, you haven't. It's a big American chain. Like almost every, you know, my city has a uh, Panera bread. You can go in there for breakfast and get a scone and the their most popular one is an orange scone and so they just drizzle like this orange kind of uh frosting on top it's a drizzle though a drizzle and you eat your scone for breakfast an orange scone send me a picture of it i want to see i'm quite intrigued instagram yeah for sure please do because i want to know if that is the same as, as ours. Ours is if you've ever seen or had afternoon tea um, or seen like a British afternoon tea, you will always get a scone with your afternoon mm. tea. Yeah, very popular. Oh, yeah. As Anya said, English tea, tea time, afternoon tea. Yeah. Now, I was only in England for five days. I loved when, so when I was there in the 90s, that people would stop in the afternoon and have tea. We had uh, on my flight home, they brought out tea and little crumpets and I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Afternoon snack. Yeah. We love our tea though. And people always mock us because, and it's so true. Like we say tea fixes everything. So say you're celebrating, you know, you've got a new job, you passed your driving test. It's the weekend. You would be like, oh, come in and have a cup of tea. But equally, if someone is sad, you would be like, Come on, let's talk about it. I'll put the kettle on. Um, so we do say that tea fixes everything. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I think it. it's kind yeah. of true too. I do. I do. Yeah. 
Well, Karis, um, Bob the Canadian is is going live now. We're uh, a little bit over our time, but I feel yeah. like we could talk for another hour. So I think we should do this again sometime, yes. either on my channel again or your channel or a couple times, every yeah. couple months maybe. Be great. Yeah, definitely. No, I thank you so much for having me. Thank you for everyone who's um, participated. It's been lovely to meet some new people, see some familiar faces, some lovely comments. And I want to apologize to everyone for my um, lack of knowledge when it comes to technology. Made, I will get better. <laughs> it made it more fun, I think. It was interesting. Well, no, you, hand, you handled it well. So I do apologize. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, it's been lovely. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thanks so much. And um, don't forget to um, check out Karis's live stream tomorrow. Uh, actually, you know what? 24 hours from now, I think she is going to be doing those word combinations. Why we say um, fish and chips and not chips and fish. It just sounds awkward. So check her out. If I'm around, I'll, I'll hang out in the chat down there. So Bob, the Canadian is going live. So I'm going to go over there. I should have a link. If I was a, a really good YouTuber, I would have a link to Bob, the Canadian's chat. Let me see before we get out of here, Bob the Canadian. Where are you? He's going to pop up here. You might actually hear him. Let me pause that. So if you want to check out Bob the Canadian's chat, I'm probably going over there. Just a minute. There it is. Boom. It's in the chat. I want to thank you all for stopping by. Anya, she's on the screen right now. Thanks so much for moderating. Nightbot was a little... Look at that. Come on. And, you know, oh, don't post links. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't post links, but sometimes they just do spamming and you just put like two emojis. Come on, Nightbot, settle down, settle down. Marcello, so good to see you. I'm sorry, I didn't, uh, when Karis and I get to talking, sometimes I don't see as much in the chat, but Marcello is here. Thank you so much, Hansa. Thanks for joining us. And um, I'll see you all hopefully next weekend. Next weekend about this time, maybe a little earlier. All right. See y'all. Adios.